And if you love your dogs and cats, want to find out why they behave the way they do, how to resolve any issues you may be having with them or any issues they may be having with you, jumping, humping, digging, scratching, litter box issues, not getting along with other dogs, don't get along with each other, great time to give me a call. That is what the pet show is all about, helping you resolve any issues your pets may be having uh, with each other or with you and helping uh, helping you get along even better and resolving any issues. Uh, just a reminder that everyone that calls in and gets to talk to me will get a fabulous gift for their dog or cat. The phone number here at the Pet Show, 877-725-8255, 877-725-8255. Now, we were speaking before to Jenny in Ohio who has two two sets of litter mates. Am I right, Jenny? You have two sets of litter mates of cats? Yes. yes and they were how old now? Uh, they're about five, five okay. years old. One set gets along really great. They're bosom buddies, and the other set, you, the other group, the other two, are kind of like battling constantly. Now, tell yeah. and, and what I asked you earlier was, do you ever notice that it looks like they've been fighting when you're gone? Sometimes these bouts are always worse when mom or pop are around. Some reason we provoke them a little bit, not realizing it just by being there. Sometimes enough of a provocation. Now, when they're fighting, what do you tend to do to break them up? We're taking a stick and hitting it on oh, like okay. a said, surface. But. Yeah, but that's that's a startling effect, but that's not the resolution. Let's figure out why they're not getting along with each other. Are all four of them together in the house? They all live, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so they all live yeah. in the house together. Now, if I were to ask you right now to get down on all fours and crawl around your house from a cat's point of view, how interesting would it be? I don't mean a couple of toys down and maybe a scratching post. When was the last time something new came into your home specifically for the cats? Well, they're, they're, they're dogs. I mean, they always have new. I just, I just gave them bones. Yesterday, okay. so they so they can yeah, but that busy. that's that, that that's busy for them. The bottom line is, cats are nomadic by nature. Cats, so that's why dogs. they want. These, these are oh, dogs. Oh, I thought you said they were these cats. Are dogs. Oh, no, these dogs. are dogs. Oh, okay. Yes. So a whole different ball game. Okay, a whole different ball game. I thought you said cats. So with no. the dogs that aren't getting along with each other, and I kind of answered this a little bit with the bulldog guy beforehand, is when you have two dogs and they're not getting along with each other, that means they're focused on each other way too much. If you were to walk the two of them together, what would their reaction be? Would they be interested in each other? Probably not. So one of the best ways to resolve aggressive towards each other is to take dogs and take them out to neutral territory together. This is because they don't have to focus on each other. There's the smell of raccoons and possums and other dogs around. So the more time you spend on neutral territory, the better off you are. Also, what I would recommend you do is to increase the exercise factor. And what I'd like you to do is when they seem, try to pick up on that trigger point. If most pet guardians could pick up on the trigger point or what causes the fight to start, it makes it a lot easier to resolve. But it sounds to me, from what you're telling me, the aggressive behavior occurs only when you're home it's probably battling for attention or your affection even though it doesn't look like that so what i would recommend doing is more neutral territory but in terms of the loud stick what i'd rather see you do is when they become a little aggressive towards each other stop 
stop. Don't say a word. Put their leash, put their collar on, and do some basic training at that point to reestablish some positive authority from you. That's the resolution to your problem. The stick, that's not long-term. What if, what if you're not home and they start fighting and someone else is in the house that doesn't know what? No, that's not the way to approach it. The way to approach it is resolve it, not just to correct it with a stick or a can of pennies or whatever, water pistols, whatever people are using nowadays. So that's the better approach. More time you spend on neutral territory, the better off they're going to get along with each other. It really is that simple. Okay, thank you very much. Thank, thank you. you. Don't go anywhere. I want you I want you to give it a shot. Give it about three or four weeks. And let me know how you're doing. If not, you give me a call back. In the meantime, what I'm going to do is I'm also going to send you a copy of how to get your dog to do what you want. There's a whole chapter in there on first pet psychology, how to get the dogs to get along with each other, and that is critical. You know, very often what people assume is that if they have two dogs or two cats that aren't getting along with each other, uh, the bottom line is to correct, 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 correct. A correction doesn't resolve. You need to resolve the issue. And the fact that dogs and cats learn through the associative memory, it's important to look at it from their perspective as well. Uh, let's see who's been holding on the longest here. It's Greg in the great state of Delaware. Hey, Greg, welcome to the Pet Show. Thank you. Thanks for taking my call. Can you hear me? Hey, ah, it's my, I can hear you perfectly, Greg. What's up? I wanted to take a stab at your questions. Number one, uh, sleeping with a dog, I, I have a feeling that you should never start that. I know it's fun when they're puppies and when they're young, but the sad part is as they get older and they start losing their hair and stinking and all that, it's the worst time that, to put a dog out of the bed. It's just, I think it's bad for the dog. So it's, it's easier not to get started on it. Or it's, easy, or it's easier to live your whole life with the dog in bed with you. Yeah, but when they get older, it makes it tough. When <laughs> so let me ask you a question. If you, were married, if you were married and your significant other got older, would you kick them out of bed? Oh, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing about memory, I think that's even easier. Like, if you haven't taken your dog hunting for a long time and he sees you pull the shotgun out of the closet, they know right away. They're like, oh, yeah, this is good. So I, they've got to have a memory. Yeah, they, they, no, they have a great – we'll talk about memory in a bit, but I don't like your attitude about sleeping with your dog. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, my all dog right. sing me my dog sing me lullabies a night when i was overseas and i had my canine they would always be sleeping with me i really think that it's up to the individual now if you take care of your dog and you keep your dog clean and you keep your dog healthy then i think it's fine to sleep with your dog i don't remember the last time i was in i'm not saying that the last time i was in bed without a dog but the bottom line is that it's it's a difference of opinion some people i cannot sleep in a bed without my dogs i cannot do it cannot be done some people like yeah. yourself are concerned about the dander one of the reasons they say that is, is kind of what you're saying as well uh that a lot of the uh, people saying you shouldn't sleep because of hygiene uh but I, the main reason is that it, it 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 takes the human relationship away i think it makes the human and pet relationship better so anyway if you want to sleep by yourself it's okay with me greg and Della. <laughs> but i'm going to sleep with my two dogs do you have any pets right now Chester the molester, yes. Uh, no, what, what do you have now? Uh, white Shepherd, Chester the molester. Oh, White Shepherd. What a great... You know, in Europe, years ago, when a White Shepherd was born, they'd automatically put it to sleep. And going back to the, uh, the 70s, there was an organization in America starting, and what they wanted to do was change the name of White German Shepherds and just call them American Shepherds. Uh, and they're just beautiful dogs. I mean, you're too young to remember Jack Lane on TV, but Jack Lane had this beautiful White German Shepherd. I'm just a big fan. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful dogs. Anyway, you give that dog a hug and a kiss, I'm going to put you on hold, and I am going to send you all 
also, God, I'm giving away a lot of my own product today. I'm going to send you a jar of hugs and kisses. That'll keep that white hair off your bed, I promise. You don't have to worry about dog hair or dander on your bed when you start giving them hugs and kisses. And put that dog back in your bed with you, will you, Greg in Delaware? <laughs> Thank you for your call. Hold on, we'll get that information. Thank you very you. much. We're going to send you some hugs and kisses. Hey, the phone number here, 877-725-8255. Now, it's a difference of opinion. Listen to me carefully. Is sleeping with your pet a good thing or a complete no-no? Animal experts, not me, but animal experts say it's not an open and shut case. They say that sharing your living space with a pet is one thing, but sharing beds is much more personal proposition. While it might be enjoyable and relaxing to share resting time with your dog or cat, it could come with risks to pet and human health, not to mention impacts on sleep hygiene and human relationships too. Up to you. If you don't want to sleep with your dog or cat, that's your option. Me? I'm not going to sleep without my pets. 877-725-8255, the phone number. 877-725-8255. Uh, let me see if I can quickly squeeze in Elisa here, and then we'll go to Peter. Hi, Elisa in Illinois. Welcome to the show. Hey, I talked to you, um, I talked to you a few weeks ago, and I have been using the hugs and kisses that you sent me. And my, yeah. I told you that my dog might have liver cancer. Yeah. He didn't test positive for that. And he is gaining his weight back. Um, he is, uh, you know, I'm, I'm almost ready to start him back going to therapy dog visits again. He's 10 years old. He's um, a collie. And um, I just love him. His name is Andrew. Um, Misty Manor song of praise. He has 16 titles. He's my angel. I love him. And I really think the hugs and kisses are great. I have another dog, and she eats them too, another collie, and she's a grand champion. She eats them too, and it's really helping them a lot. But I also had a comment about the remembering, dogs remembering. Yeah. I know they remember. And that's why I think as a tra training dogs, you need to be kind to them and as, as much as you can. I mean, get your, you know... You've got to use methods that are kind because, yes, I, I, I know they remember. I know there's psychologists that say they don't, but I, I believe they do. When we come back, yeah, I'm going to take a break. When we come, I'm going to donate a gift in your name, though, Elise, because I sent you the hugs and kisses. And I really appreciate that call. But when we come back, I'm going to talk a little bit more about the memory. So uh, this is my third collie call today. I haven't had a collie call in eight months. All of a sudden today, I get three collie calls? What's going <laughs> on with you guys? Unbelievable. Well, I do Listen, have a comment about why they don't have very many of them. It's because the breeders are really careful. That's why. That's well, that, and that would be we the great reason for. We have Collie Rescue too. I know this. We have we breed them for show and, and things that are good. You know, yeah. almost every purebred AKC club has a rescue club attached to them. So Collie as well. Anyway, Lisa, you give those Collies. I'm going to get you. Keep calling me. I appreciate it. Phone number 877-725-8255. Let me take a quick break and then we'll get back to uh, Peter and uh, Ch uh, Chiquita, I believe it is. Chiquita, I believe it is. And also Kerry in Florida. We'll get to all your calls right after this. But right now, please listen to me carefully. You love animals. You've been listening to The Pet Show for over 40 years. Here's a group I want you to really help. If you are absolutely positive, I mean really sure, that with every single dollar you donated, you can really, really make a difference and actually change the destiny of dogs and cats, thousands of dogs and cats that were deserted in the wild, abandoned, thrown out of cars in the cities. Isn't that a legacy you'd want to leave behind? Of course it is, no doubt about it. For over 43 years, Leo Grillo, my good friend, and Delta Rescue could never do, I mean never do, the absolutely saintly work they do every single day without you, my listeners, and your incredible support, and bless you for doing that. From saving lives to actually providing lifetime medical care, 
For over 1,500 dogs and cats, Delta Rescue is the group that I believe deserves your dollars. That's why personally I've decided to make a bequest for Delta's rescued animals and my own estate planning. And here's why. A bequest to Delta Rescue will make your legacy work for the animals when they need it most. When's that? Right now. It'll avoid fundraising costs and provide tax benefits as well. You know, for you in the future is also. Delta Rescue, by the way, happens to be a top-ranked charity by GuideStar.com, and they prove every day that your dollars are doing what they should be doing, going directly to help the animals. But I understand the world. If you're not ready to make long-range plans, every donation, every single dollar is a chance to keep more than 1,500 dogs and cats healthy, happy, safe, and loved for the first time in their lives. I want you to go to their website, DeltaRescue.org. I want you to read the individual stories of how these throwaway pets were rescued by Delta and how they're living now. Ask for details on how to include Delta's rescued animals in your estate planning like I did or to make a donation. Log on to DeltaRescue.org. That's DeltaRescue.org. Or if you prefer, you can text them directly. Text DOGS to 801801. That's DOGS to 801801. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. A putty cat a tweeping upon me. I did. I tore a putty cat. I thought I tore a putty cat. Hey, we're back on the pet show. I'm Warren Eckstein. The phones are jamming. Let me get right back to the calls. I'll try to get to as many as I possibly can. Let's start out with. Uh, I'll take you guys in order. Let's go to Peter in the great state of Washington. Hey, Peter. Welcome to the pet show. Hello, Peter. 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 You're not there, Peter. Okay. Hi, Peter. We're going to skip you, Peter. Judy, don't go anywhere. Kerry, don't go anywhere. Chiquita, don't go anywhere. I'm going to get to your phone calls right after this. Sorry, Peter. I tried. You know, we were talking about memory before we broke for that uh, last uh, break period. I want to talk a little bit about what I'm talking about in terms of dogs and memory. Um, You know, dogs know what we call episodic memory, which means that they remember things because of feelings they had, such as bonding moments dinner times, coming home times of their guardians, not unsimilar to the way you and I remember. What this means is that dogs do have, in fact, long-term memory as well as short-term memory or recollection. So all those people out there that think, well, we have this human ego, we're the only ones that can remember, poo-poo to you. Our dogs can remember, our cats can remember as well. It's time that we understood that they may do it a little differently, but that doesn't mean they don't do it. 877-725-8255. 877-725-8255. Is that Peter calling back? Let me go back. Peter. Peter, you with me? Okay. Hey, Peter. How you doing? Hey, doing good. I got comments on both the memory and uh, uh, bed. Well, go away. I don't have a whole lot of time, so shoot. Sixteen year, I was 16 years old, and I go hunting four, four times a week with uh, two dogs. Then I went off to college. Came back seven years later. One of the dogs had passed, but the uh, uh, Weimaraner was still there. He totally ignored me as I drove up in the unknown car. <laughs> took one look at me, came flying on over, and then immediately remembered every special command that I'd ever taught him. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind. That's how they learn through association. They associate you with those commands. And there's uh, no better feeling for you than coming back after all that time and having the dog react that way. Am I correct, Peter? Amen. And and then the second one is bed. Uh, when my wife and I rescued our second golden retriever, now we've never forced an animal to come sleep with us, but the first golden retriever had slept with us. The second golden retriever wanted to sleep with us, 
So we had to go out and buy a king size bed for the four of us to fit together. And the hardest. We, I, the hardest. I'm, go ahead. I'm in my seventies now, and uh, we've we've always had multiple dogs since then. And right now we have a a retired working rat terrier. We live on a ranch, and <clears throat> that dog, as soon as he was uh, airline kennel trained, he hopped on out, jumped up on the bed tapped us on the uh, arm and went down to the bottom of the bed. And the first night it was a panic because the next morning he was nowhere to be seen and he'd gone all the way down beyond the edge of the mattress and gotten himself wrapped up and he was happy as a clam there. I'm telling you, rat terriers, chihuahuas, chihuahua blended breeds, under the covers is where they like to be. They love to be there, and they will be there. Hey, Peter, I couldn't go to sleep without my dogs. It took me a long time, though, to teach him to sleep vertically versus horizontally. Horizontally, there's not enough room in my bed. Vertically, there's enough room for all of us. Anyway, I got to move on, Peter. I'm going to put you on hold, and Peter, I am going to send you for your dog. I'm going to send you a draw of my hugs and kisses. You give it to that dog and give him a hug and kiss at the same time. Great call, by the way. See, they do remember. I think it was seven years between times. 877-725-8255. A quick break. When we come back, I believe, uh, let's see, it's Judy in Ohio. It's Kerry in Florida. Chiquita in Oklahoma. We'll try to get to all your calls right after this. 877-725-8255. The phone number. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. And we are back on The Pet Show. I'm Warren Eckstein. Great time to give me a call. The phone number here at The Pet Show, 877-725-8255. That is the way to get through. I still got some hugs and kisses to give away. Kitty Lickies, uh, copies of my book, Air Horns, T-shirts, all-natural flea spray. Lots of great stuff to give away. So if you have a question or a comment or would love to share a story, now's a great time to, uh, to give me a call. The phone number, 877 725 8255 that is the way to uh, to get through and the question of the day was pretty simple actually there were two do you believe that uh, uh that uh, that dogs and cats have a long-term memory and do you believe that they should sleep in bed with us uh, we're going to get to you judy and chiquita i promise you're going to be my last two calls so bear with me i will get to your calls i promise but right now something pretty upsetting to me You've all been watching TV. You all know what's going on at the border. And I very rarely get political, and I'm not going to get political right now, except that a lot of animals are being hurt. Faithful dogs are walking thousands of miles to the U.S.-Mexico border with their migrant owners, only to be abandoned in droves once there. Migrants trekking to the U.S. either bring their pets or pick animals up along the way without realizing animals are subject to strict rules for entry at the border. Pets are not allowed into federal processing centers, causing many to ditch their dogs right there, leaving them to fend for themselves in harsh conditions at the southern border. Uh, many were simply abandoned like piles of clothes, backpacks, shoes, children's toys discarded all along the banks of the Rio Grande. Some were injured, many looked terrified and flinched even when just being passed a bowl of water. Most were starving and reduced to scrounging for food wherever possible. Where's the humanity in this? Where's the humanity in this? I don't, I don't understand this. Where's the humanity, both on the people trekking across with these dogs and abandoning them, and where's the other side when they get to the border and the people on our side not helping these animals? I don't understand it. Just an other horrible situation at the border. Thousands of dogs. Thousands of dogs. And I'm sure other animals being abandoned. It really bugs the heck out of me. 877-725-8255. Let me take a phone call. We're going to go to... Uh, uh, let's go. To, I'm going to go to Chiquita first, then I'm going to go to you, Judy, and then Cecilia and Delaware. Hey, Chiquita, welcome to the Pet Show. How's everything in Oklahoma today? 
Oh, it's great. Thank you so much. I do have, yes, I think animals should be allowed to sleep. We have two cats that sleep with us. And one of them is Mittens, who it's, I have to really stop and look, at least six years, maybe seven years ago when Mittens was a kitten, and I have 12 cats that live in my house, all rescues. I have 86 altogether. They all don't live in the house. Whoa, 86 cats? Yes, we it's didn't plan it's on it, but we started. We have a no-kill cat rescue. We have cats that have had SIP that we saved their lives through venison. Are you guys? Are you guys a nonprofit? Five hundred one c three. I do want to. I do want to do that. My husband doesn't, but I do want to do that. Once you get once you get to the, the position where you're a five hundred one c three, you can submit an application for funding, a little bit of funding from the Hugs and Kisses Animal Fund. That's my own organization, but you have to be a five hundred one c three. So something to think about for the future. So anyway, let's get back to your yes. cat's memory. Yes, I'm standing in the middle of a lot of them right now because I shopped for my mom. I had to put stuff in the refrigerator. But back to Mittens when she was a kitten, her and her two brothers. It was summertime. It was hot. I have two ceiling fans in my living room at my house. All the cats, everybody, it was afternoon, lounging, sleeping. I get up and I turn on the ceiling fan. I can still, they just all shot up in the air and out of the room. To this day, who has been at least six, maybe seven years, Mittens comes out of the bedroom, down the hall. First thing she does is looks up at the ceiling fan. Yeah, and yeah. she continues the whole trek around to the, the dining room and comes back, looks up at the ceiling fan. I know they remember. Uh, they, yeah, I'm I, telling you. Yeah, they don't forget. And the ceiling fans, you know, there, I would say over the years, literally dozens and dozens of times before I was on the air when I was just doing behavior work and training work, a lot of dogs and cats would freak out when the ceiling fans went on. And, and it I've took me a while. I've never turned to get, it on since then. Yeah, no, but there, there are things you can do. It took me a while to get the dogs and the cats adjusted to the ceiling fan. I would hang things. Uh, I wouldn't have the fan on, but I would stand on a ladder and dangle things that they like from the fan. So they associated the That's fan good with idea. good positive things. And then gradually, when I put it on low and I'd let their, their treats fall. And it, it can be done, but it takes time oh, and a lot of patience. Oh, a good idea. And someone, someone is, is eccentric as me. It's a great call, by the way. I just love the fact that you have and rescue all these cats. I'm assuming you try to spay and neuter as many as you can? Yes, yes. We we do spay and neuter everyone. Oh, I have one that I had a bit. I'm, I'm not having kittens. Not with 86 cats. I took in 17 kittens last last summer from June to I don't know September I and, just wish um, I just wish that people would understand the concept uh, of the importance of spaying and neutering uh, if they were to spend yeah. one day with me traveling to shelter to shelter and see how many kittens and older cats and older dogs I just never have a shot at getting another one because they want And how it breaks my heart that's why yeah. I love to listen to your show I went to the dollar store a couple months ago it was freezing cold I thought oh my gosh it's a car wash because two ladies were jumping up and down I pulled in, there was a small cage, mama cat standing up bewildered, her three kittens were nursing her. I just parked and sign says free kittens. I'm like, I'll take them all. You're a and very special woman, Chiquita, a yes. very, very special lady. You really are. And 
and and and and when when the time comes and and, and your time comes to cross the rainbow bridge there's gonna be a lot of cats up there saying thank you for all the amazing work that you did i gotta move on i'm trying to think what i want to send you i can send you a copy of my cat book or i can send you some lucy pet food for your cats you tell me what you want and it'll be on its way the cat book on its way. Can I have say, 86 cats. That would be a lot of treats. <laughs> that would be a lot of treats. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send you a copy of the book. Keep listening to the show. Stay in touch. And yes. go to my, I, I don't know if you have access to a computer, but go to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Warren Eckstein. Subscribe. It's free. I share a lot of cat information there, sometimes long, sometimes short, but it would really help you out, especially good, someone like yourself. I have a question animals. about a cat that I don't know what's going on with him, but yeah, I would love to do that. YouTube, Warren Epstein. YouTube, YouTube.com slash Warren Epstein. In the meantime, I'm going to put you on hold, Chiquita, and get your name and address, and we're going to send you a copy of How to Get Your Cat to Do What You Want. I think it'll help you understand, and I hope that little trick with the fan works with you. I've been doing this for a couple of weeks, folks. There's not too many things I haven't encountered in my years and years and years, and one of those was getting dogs and cats, and even one African gray parrot over the fear of ceiling fans. Phone number here at the Pet Show, 877-725-8255. Let me take a quick break. When we come back, two quick calls. I want to get to Judy in Ohio, and I definitely want to get to Cecilia in Delaware. Great time to give me a call. Do have an open line, 877-725-8255. That is the phone number. Now, people often ask me, Warren, why do you talk about Lucy Pet Food so much? I'll tell you why. My goal in life is to make sure all of our pets are healthy and happy. And I've been following dog food companies, and I've worked with many of them over the years, and there have been some really good ones. But when I met Joey Herrick, the CEO of Lucy, I knew there was something different. I knew there was an incredible commitment here on his part and the part of all the staff at Lucy Pet Products to come up with the healthiest, best pet food available. That's why since the day I rescued my own guys, Molly and Willie, they've been on Lucy Pet Food. Why? I've been to the plant. I see where it's made. I see how it's made. Do you know where your dog or cat food is made? Probably not. Do you know if it's made by a company that manufactures dog or cat food or is it owned by a group of bankers from New York or Chicago that decided to invest in dog food? Well, let me tell you, Lucy Pet Food's different. Their own plant, they manufacture their own food, they have their own million and a half dollar laboratory which tests every ingredient as it comes in and goes out. As far as I'm concerned, there's not a healthier, safer dog or cat food on the market than Lucy Pet Food. Otherwise, you guys know me for a long, long time. You would never hear me talking about it. But I want you to hear also from a listener and what they had to say about Lucy Pet Food. I have been feeding Lucy Pet Food. Yeah. And I ran out. (laughs) And I've fed Brand X. I put it in the bowl. Dog comes over, takes one sniff, couple sniffs, looks at me like I'm Benedict Arnold. Well, there you go. <laughs> see, and that's why she, see, that's why she's barking. You ran out of Lucy Pet Food. That's why she's barking. There you bark- go. There you go. <laughs> All right, Benedict Arnold, get some more Lucy Pet Food for your dog. And if you want to get Lucy Pet Food for your dog or cat, here's how you do it. Go to their website, LucyPetProducts.com. That's LucyPetProducts.com. Check out the Kitty Lickies, the Lucy Pet Food for your dog or cat, the wet food, the dry food, the dog food rolls, the treats. I'm telling you, when you go to LucyPetProducts.com, you're going to be thrilled. Tell them Warren sent you. And if you spend just $35 at their website on anything, just mix it up if you want. Spend 35 bucks, and shipping will be free. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. A horse is a horse, of course, of course, and no one can talk to a horse, of course. That oh, of course is you can. We are back on the Pet Show on War Next. Let me see if we can squeeze some more calls in here. Uh, let's go to my friend Judy in the great state of Ohio. Hi, Judy. Welcome to the Pet Show. Hello, Warren. How are you today? I am, I'm doing fine. How about yourself, Judy? 
Well, not too good because oh, three matter? days ago, three days ago, I lost my best friend. Oh, um, so sorry. Yeah, he was 17 years old. I got him from the dog pound. He was on death row, oh, and I, I took him in. He was a little chihuahua, okay, and he slept in the crook of my arm since I got him, okay? So, and when he passed away, uh, we were napping on the recliner, and he passed away in my arms. Judy, you know, Judy, that that's the way that that's the way it, it should be for everyone and every dog. First of all, let me let me just my condolences. Obviously, um, I got to be honest with you. Uh, people have no idea the relationship that some people establish with their pets, including myself. Some people think it's crazy. Some people think it's over. Some people think it's eccentric. I think the fact that you saved this dog, I honestly believe in my heart of hearts. And again, talking about memories, I believe that dogs and cats know the people that saved their lives and they bond and pay them back every day for the rest of theirs. What you have yeah. to put your head on, and I know it's hard when you say goodbye and I know it's, it's tough, but what you have to, you can make me cry now, but what you have to do is you have to remember this. Where, what was your dog's name? His name was Britzer. Britzer? Where else mm -hmm. would Britzer had the incredible life he had Chili crossed the Rainbow Bridge other than with you. So as bad as his life might have been on death row, as bad as it might have been in the past, one of the things that's incredible about dogs is their ability to adapt. And the fact that your dog knew love when it crossed the Rainbow Bridge, that's probably the most important thing that we can give any of our pets, just making sure they know. I've adopted dogs that I've only had for two days before they crossed the Rainbow Bridge because they were so old. Oh, but they knew when they sad. crossed the Rainbow But they knew. They knew that someone yeah. loved them. They weren't in a cage. They weren't in a shelter. They knew that someone gave them a hug and a kiss prior to them crossing that Rainbow Bridge. What a great story. Bless you for doing that. Do you have no pets at this time? No, I, I do. I have Britzer's um, sister. Okay, how's she doing? Who, not well, and she's mad at me, okay, yeah. because she saw me take the box with her brother's body in it yeah. to the car, and then when I came back, I didn't have the box okay, because here's what you he's, need. he's being yeah. cremated. Yeah, here's what you need to do, okay? You need to grieve together. Sit down, have a discussion with his sister, talk to her. Explain to her how you both feel, that you both miss him, you both love him. And also, I, want, I talked about this earlier. I don't want this, this, this grieving to become a depression. So I want you to make sure for both of you, get out a little bit, change things, distract yourselves a little bit, cry a little bit, talk a little bit. That's fine. Go through the grieving process. We all go through it, the anger, the fear, all that. But it's important to get away from it for a few minutes at a time, especially with our dog. Go for a different walk. Sit out in one of the yard and talk to them. That's what you need to do. You'll get through this. And God bless you for giving up, giving him the life and her the life that they uh, they knew they were loved. It, it, it's so, so important. It really, really is. Um, well, can, can I tell you one thing that I did try to do for her? Yeah, when af after Britzer had passed away, we had a little beanie chihuahua here, and I took that little toy and I rubbed it all over his fur and put it down where he normally would sit so yeah. that she could still smell her brother's scent, okay? But she keeps rooting under the quilt like she's looking for her brother still. 
Well, it's probably, you know, you know there's all, she's going through a lot of emotion. You know, I got to move on, but she's going through the same emotions that you're going through. So just watch her carefully. Make sure she's eating properly. Make sure she's drinking enough water, getting her exercise, distract her a little bit. I think it'll make all the difference. What I'd like you to do, though, is is if, if you go to my, I'm, I could send you a book, but if you go to my website, thepetshow.com, there's a whole a whole piece in there specifically on saying the final goodbye to our best friends. And it's so okay. important. Also, okay. on my website, when you go there, uh, there's an ever after session. These are, these are the people like yourself that have loved animals and lost them, and, and, and their response may help you get through it. So that's where I want you to be. In the meantime, I'm going to put you on hold, Judy, and uh, for your dog, I'm going to send you uh, the older dog. I'm going to send you a jar of my own hugs and kisses supplements. But at the same time, go to the website, thepetshow.com, read the Ever After section. Quick break, and we'll try to get back to some more calls. Listen, you hear me talk about my hugs and kisses all the time and brag about them because I'm proud of them. You know, I worked on the Hugs and Kisses way over 30 years ago. In the last five or 10 years, we made major differences. My Hugs and Kisses 4-in-1 for dogs and cats is, is full of everything your dogs and cats need. It can rebuild the total health. Hugs and Kisses contains glucosamine and chondroitin to help treat and prevent issues with your dog or cat's hips, joints, and bones. Prebiotics and probiotics together, perfect for your dog or cat's gut. And we all know now, all the studies show that a dog or a cat or even a human being with a healthy gut using prebiotics and probiotics is going to be overall a whole lot healthier. Hugs and kisses really work to help prevent excessive shedding, dry skin, bare spots with just the right balance of antioxidant vitamins and minerals. That's why every jar has my face and my name on it. That's why Hugs and Kisses Supplement is now an Amazon's choice. Check out Hugs and Kisses Vitamin Mineral Supplement for your dog's cats at amazon.com it's also available at walmart.com you can go directly to my website thepetshow.com don't forget that the thepetshow.com if you want to call us you can we'll talk to you call my office directly 1-800-430 and the word hugs that's 1-800-430-4847 hugs and kisses available at amazon walmart thepetshow.com or call 1-800-430-hugs today then watch your dog and cat improve from the inside out i'm warren Eckstein. this is the pet show I'm sorry I didn't get to all the calls. We're just about out of time. Give all your pets a big hug and a kiss for you. One between the ears for me. Check out the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Warren Eckstein. Until next week, I'll speak to you all then. I'm Warren Eckstein. You've been listening to The Pet Show.